Welcome back to the Trucker CFO Podcast. And thanks for connecting with us again for a Driving Your Dollars edition of the podcast. This time out on Driving Your Dollars, we'll be tackling the topic of your trucking business and taxes. Colton Lawrence, the Trucker CFO, will be discussing some of the ins and outs of deductions as well as business returns and personal returns. Colton also spends some time addressing a wide range of topics that can impact the tax filings for owner-operators, independent contractors, and fleet owners. As always, Colton will be talking with Michael Burns, who is the co-founder and general manager of Radio Nemo of North America. Michael, who is the host of Driving Your Dollars, also serves as the chief financial officer for Radio Nemo. Before we take you to our conversation with Michael and Colton, we have a couple of important reminders to pass along. First of all, Driving Your Dollars is broadcast each Tuesday morning at 10.30 Eastern Time on the Dave Nemo Show and Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. Also, we'd like to remind you that the Dave Nemo Show can be heard on the same Sirius XM Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time each weekday morning. You can also hear the Dave Nemo Show on demand through the Sirius XM app. Now let's take you to our Driving Your Dollars edition of the Trucker CFO Podcast. It is time for Driving Your Dollars. With me today, I'm going to have my good friend, Mr. Colton Lawrence. He is the Trucker CFO, the owner of Trucker CFO, which is dedicated to providing expertise on tax, accounting, and running your trucking business. Colton is also the author of Trucker CFO's Guide to Tax Season, a comprehensive look at what you need to know during the tax season. I have read through it. I'm going to tell you it's absolutely invaluable information in there, and it'll keep you on your toes throughout the year as well. You can download the 2023 edition of the Tax Guide for free and learn much more by visiting the company's website, truckercfo.com. With that said, I would like to say good morning to you, Mr. Colton Lawrence, and glad to have you back on the show with me. Good morning, Michael. It's always a pleasure to be here with you. Looking forward to it. Me too. And I think today's subject is so interesting. We're going to get into some things here about understanding taxes, which by itself is a very pregnant phrase (laughs) because some people do it, some people don't. And as you know, years ago, they took some IRS agents and had them fill out a hypothetical tax form and some of them made mistakes. So there's a lot of stuff to understand here. There's a lot of things to know. And again, as I've always said, if you need your gallbladder extracted, you're not going to do it yourself in your kitchen. Why would you do your taxes that way? Let's talk about how people look at this because there are some circumstances that I want to mention as we go along that I'll bring up to you and we'll talk about it because basically the number one question is how much does my business owe in taxes? And that depends very much on the structure of your business, your bottom line, a whole bunch of things, right? It does. Yeah. This is one of the very most common misunderstandings when it comes to tax preparation. And the question I get all the time is how much does my business owe in taxes? Mm -hmm. The way I answer that is usually your business does not owe anything in taxes. And the reason for that is because most of the time they have what's considered a pass-through entity. Unless you are a C corporation, your business itself does not owe any taxes. That tax liability is generated and paid at a personal level. Because of that misunderstanding, what happens a lot of times is people, especially new to the industry, maybe it's their first year or second year, they will file their personal tax return, W-2 maybe from earlier on in the year, or maybe a W-2 for a spouse. They'll file those taxes 
not realizing and understanding that they have to file that business tax return if they're a partnership or an S corporation. They've got to get that done first because all of that information is going to flow through or pass through to their personal tax return through what are called K-1s. And that is where they will generate a tax liability. And it gets combined with all of their other income. It gets combined with their investment income, their W-2s, their retirement account distributions. It all gets lumped together onto one tax return, your 1040 individual tax return. And that's where the liability is generated. So when people ask me, how much does my business owe? Yeah, I might be able to figure just that portion out and tell them, well, of your total liability, this much comes from the business. But at the end of the day, most of the time, your business does not owe anything in taxes. It's you as an individual that does. Yeah. And that's one of the things, especially with LLCs and so forth, that anything other than C corporation, which you mentioned, does flow through. It does end up in your pocket. That can be very beneficial if you show a loss in your business (laughs) and that gets passed through as well. But if you've got a business that's very profitable, it can hurt you badly. It really is something you have to start out on January 1st. And you have to keep an eye on it on a weekly basis and see what's happening. Also, one of the things that we run into, and imagine a lot of the truckers do as well, but there's this thing that we have lovingly dubbed invisible money. Invisible money is money that I spent on travel or money that I spent on this or money that I spent on that, that only 60% of it is deductible. So you have that other 40% that gets added to the other line. And even though it's not there, even though you've spent the money, it actually shows up as part of the money that you do owe. Yeah, I had a conversation actually yesterday with some clients. It's a partnership. They're building themselves their own little small fleet. They wanted to kind of talk about what are some of the perks? Like what are some of the things that they can run through the business and pay for? They talk to people, they hear people, the truck stops or in other settings where we run all of these great perks through the business, all these travel and vacation and cars and all these things that the business is paying for. And we want to be able to do that too. Can we do it? Well, there's really two things that I would say to that. Maybe, which sounds very much like a politician. Maybe you can, maybe you can't. Let's talk about it. And two, it's a very simple question of, is it ordinary and necessary to your business? A vacation destination might be ordinary and necessary. If you're going to some kind of trucking event, you might be able to build some relaxation time around that and have Mm -hmm. some fun. And the business can pay for that as long as there's some purpose that you're doing it for. But if you're just like, hey, I want to go to Cancun. Here's the thing. The business can pay for it, Uh but it doesn't mean that it's tax deductible. That's where people need to really keep that question in mind. And yeah, your business can pay for whatever you want it to. It doesn't mean it's going to be tax deductible, but maybe it is. Let's have a conversation. Right. And I don't counsel people in taxes. I actually turn to a professional for my tax answers, but sometimes people come to me and they'll ask, can I deduct this? The question I always ask is how diligent are you? If you want to have company cars, for instance, How diligent are you? How willing are you to fill out logs for every single trip that you're going to run? Because it may come into question at some point. You can't just widely deduct everything that you'd like to have on there and have it work. Yeah, you got to make sure you're keeping things straight and narrow, right? You don't want any Mm -hmm. problems with the IRS. And you've got to understand what type of business entity you are. Are you filing your taxes on a Schedule C? Are you an S corporation? There are significant differences between the types of things that are deductible and the types of things that are not. For example, filing your taxes as a sole proprietor, even if you have an LLC, you're a single member, so your taxes are being filed on a Schedule C, you are going to be able to take your per diem deduction through that Schedule C 
see and get the benefit that most of you are aware of and used to. However, if you're an S corporation, you're no longer able to take that per diem deduction as an S corporation through your tax return. You've got to do some different things through your reasonable salary that you are paying yourself as the owner of that S corporation, you're going to have some reimbursements for per diem through that payroll process. That's how you're going to get the per diem deduction. So these differences that people need to be aware of. And if you think, well, I just know it. Yeah, I'm just going to file it the way we've always filed it. I've seen my tax preparer do this. I'm going to buy one of the softwares that you can just go buy and do it on your own. More than likely, you're going to mess something up and it can cause some big problems for you. Yeah. And especially in this age where there are so many really appealing tax credits and so forth. For instance, there's a tax credit for putting electric vehicles in service. There are tax credits for this and that and the other thing, but it may not apply to the electric vehicle you want. There's a long list there of vehicles that do not qualify for the standard $7,500 tax credit that is issued for some, depending on its point of origin, where the battery was built, all kinds of things. And you have really got to know this going in because it can trip you up and disappoint you very much. Yeah, it can catch a lot of people by surprise, those types of things. Another one that comes up a lot, had another client yesterday. He had donated about $9,000 of books Mm -hmm. to a local library. He's all excited thinking, I've got this $9,000 deduction. Well, that deduction is what's considered a itemized deduction. And those itemized deductions go on what's called a Schedule A. Getting too far into the weeds here, but it gets added or combined with a number of other itemized deductions. The whole point of itemized deductions is when you add all of those up, if your itemized deductions are greater than your standard deduction, then you want to take the itemized deduction. It's going to get you more of a deduction. Well, in his case, his itemized deductions came to right around $12,000. His standard deduction was like twelve five. So he didn't get any additional benefit from that $9,000 of books that he had donated because it didn't exceed his standard deduction. So understanding all of those things and not getting your hopes too high, not getting them too low, but just knowing some of the basics on this is going to keep your understanding and expectations of where your tax return is going to come. It's going to keep them more in line. Right. And of course, being people that deal with numbers all day, you and I both have our own opinion of standardized deductions. Some of us think of it as a way of legally robbing people from... (laughs) But on the other hand, it can work the other way. If you know how to use it and put it in line with, like you say, some real expectations of what's really going to happen, it can work to your benefit. It can. And that's the key is understanding the benefits, knowing where you're going to get them, right? If your truck breaks down, your transmission goes out, your DF system has issues, what are you going to do? You're going to go get that thing fixed as quickly as you can. You're going to do what you need to do to come up with the money to get it fixed. You need to do the same thing, right? You need to look at that type of transaction, your taxes, your accounting. You need to look at the same way as the maintenance on your truck. You can't and you should not be trying to do certain things on your truck unless you are absolutely unequivocally qualified to do so. Most people are not. And the same thing comes to taxes. It's going to save people a lot of headache if they will change that paradigm in their mind from thinking I can do this or I can do that. And then the other thing is, is understand even if you are using somebody who knows taxes and maybe even somebody who knows taxes and understands the industry, who's going to take care of you? Are they taking care of you? There's a lot of groups out there that are not doing everything they should be doing to take care of their customers. And we are going to, we're going to do our very best. We're going to get things done for you. And you're going to be treated like a normal human being with us as opposed to just a number of other places. 
Right. I will pass along my piece of advice. I use it a lot when we talk about medical care for drivers. There's nothing that beats a personal relationship with your physician. The same is true of your accountant. If you only talk to your accountant somewhere between January and April of each year, you don't really have a relationship. This is an ongoing thing that you have to basically double check what you're doing, double check what your numbers are, make sure you know which direction your business is heading. It should be somebody that you're familiar with enough to sit down and have a conference once a month, if not more often. Yeah. These examples that I'm sharing are examples from my personal interactions with clients. Mm. I've got a staff here at Trucker CFO. They have their own interactions and stories that they can share of things that have come up throughout the day. Some of them I will share in talking with them. I'll hear about something or other and I'll share it here on the radio, but most of these are my own interactions. So it's very likely that folks are going to talk with me. They're going to talk with an enrolled agent. They're going to talk with somebody who knows the industry. And we work as a team here at Trucker CFO to make sure that everything is being done the way it should be and that our clients are taken care of. Right. Now, most of the people that we're talking to today have established businesses. They have been running it for, in some cases, many years, but some people are just making this decision. They're making the transition from a company driver to an owner operator. They're making some other transitions and laid out there in front of you are all these business forms. LLC corporation, you have an S corp, you have a C corp. Can we talk about, for instance, what the specialty of an S corporation is? pros and cons, and then maybe the pratfalls of LLCs and so forth? Yeah, sure. So first of all, we've got a great section on all of this in our tax guide that Mm -hmm. they can download at truckercfo.com. So we really recommend they go out and download that and they can get more detail than I'll be able to cover here in the few minutes we've got on the radio. But an S corporation, that there's a lot of confusion sometimes around this too. Some people think, well, I'm going to go to my state and I'm going to set up an S corporation. That's not the way it is. An S corporation is an election, a tax election with the IRS that changes the way your business entity is taxed. It might be an LLC, it might be a C corporation, but it changes the way those business entities are taxed. I guess high level, the biggest difference is an S corporation is not subject to self-employment tax, whereas a LLC, single member or partnership, is going to be subject to self-employment tax. And if you are a C-Corp and you make that S-Corporation election, it changes you from being a non-pass-through entity, meaning you have double taxation, to a pass-through entity that is no longer subject to double taxation. So those are the key differences with the S-Corporation. It's just simply an election that you're making to say, hey, IRS, we want to change the way our business entity is taxed. The important thing there is you have to have a business entity in place first before you can make the S corporation election. And that's important. We talk about the idea of being proactive versus reactive with your taxes. And there are benefits to having an S corporation that we will work with our clients on, but they cannot do that until they have a business entity in place. So outside of all the legal protections that come from having a business entity, which folks should consult a lawyer on, the tax benefits that come from an S corporation, it is enough that if you are being proactive, you should get a business entity in place so that we have the options of making an S-Corp election later on. Right. And you mentioned the word double taxation. Double taxation, can we explain that that is not always a bad thing that can actually work in your favor in some cases? 
There are very, very few situations for folks that are doing what they're doing out on the road today where they are going to be a C-Corp. It happens, and we will work with folks when those situations do apply. But if you are new or newer to this and you have not yet set up a business entity, do not go to one of the online tools and think you're going to be able to do this just by answering some questions and set up a C-Corp. Don't do it. You need some advice. It may be that a C-Corp is good for you, and we'll talk about it, and you should talk to an attorney about it. But generally speaking, we don't want you going out and setting up that C-Corp because of that double taxation. Now, yes, you're right, Michael. There are some situations where it might be good for people. We could talk about that most of the time. (laughs) How many trucks do you have? Are you going to have a leasing company separate from your operating company? But for most of the folks where they're going to have most of the time, one truck, maybe two or three trucks, a C-Corp just is not the route that they should go. So we want you setting up more than likely an LLC. From there, we can discuss if we're going to do S-Corporate or some other things. Sure. And additionally, people need to be aware, and this is where it's good to not only have an accountant that's on top of it, but also an agent so that you can stay in touch and stay on top of the things that are requirements to do. For instance, with a C corporation, you're required to file your in papers, an annual report, so many different documents with your secretary of state and so forth. If you let that slip one year, you're administratively dissolved and good luck. And if there are folks out there that have set up a C Corp already and are listening to me and getting a little bit worried, give us a call. We can talk about some things we can do, such as an S corporation election to get you away from that double taxation. But again, I would recommend everybody go out to truckercfo.com, download our tax guide. There's a lot of great information in there. And then as always, if you find something of interest in there and you want some more information, give us a call. We'll want to talk to you about that before they try and implement any of the information that they're reading in that guide. Colton, very, very important information this morning. Thank you for being with me. I really appreciate it. The Trucker CFO is a program I look forward to every week, not just because I get to come in here and sit down and talk to somebody, but I feel like we're sharing and helping folks on some matters that can be very difficult to understand. Thank you again for your participation in this program. Thank you for putting this in place, and thank you for joining me each week. Thank you. We'll talk next week. That closes out our Driving Your Dollars edition of the Trucker CFO Podcast. Driving Your Dollars is being developed in collaboration with Radio Nemo of North America and the Dave Nemo Show. For those of you who listen to Sirius XM, remember the Dave Nemo Show can be heard each weekday morning from 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Sirius XM's Road Dog Trucking Radio Channel 146. You can also hear the Dave Nemo Show on demand through the SiriusXM app. If you'd like to learn more about all the shows and offerings available from Radio Nemo, visit RadioNemo.com. That web address is again RadioNemo.com. Once again, the Trucker CFO team would like to thank the staff and management of both Radio Nemo Productions and SiriusXM's Road Dog Trucking Radio for making Driving Your Dollars available to share with our listeners through the Trucker CFO Podcast. Now, before we close out this edition of the podcast, here's a friend to tell you more about the offerings that are available from the Trucker CFO team. Do you have a team of tax, accounting, and business advisory professionals who understand the complexities of the trucking industry? There are a number of ways you can connect with the Trucker CFO team. You can visit the company's website at truckercfo.com. That's truckercfo.com. From the homepage, you can fill out the contact us form, which will send an email to a Trucker CFO representative. Also, through the truckercfo.com website, you can connect to the company through the Find a Time to Talk button to set up an appointment, or you can use the chat feature. 
If you would rather email the Trucker CFO team directly, you can reach out to the company through the following address, info at truckercfo.com. That's info at truckercfo.com. You can also call the Trucker CFO team toll-free at 1-800-533-4230 and hit option 2 for sales. That toll-free number again is 1-800-533-4230 and choose option 2. The Trucker CFO podcast is produced by Podwheels, powered by Radio Nemo in collaboration with the team at Trucker CFO. Thanks again for joining us on the Trucker CFO podcast. Just as a reminder, you can find and subscribe to our podcast through all major podcast platforms. If you do become a subscriber, we'd like to ask you to take a moment to rate the Trucker CFO podcast. As always, Colton Lawrence and the entire Trucker CFO team wish you the best for continued safe travels and good health as you work to keep the American economy on the move. <laughs>